Hello everyone, welcome back to the fourth annual collection of 31 amazing horror movies in October we lovingly call the Halloween Screamathon. I'm your host, Otis, and tonight I am joined by Katie. Hi. And we are reviewing the 2022 American splatter slasher film, I'll explain that later, Terrifier 2. Who's laughing now? Hit that music. The squad is working in the lab late one night when their eyes beheld an eerie sight. For the horror movie list began to grow in size and suddenly, to their surprise, watched them all. here was the scream of With no lights on. All frozen, no cons. Happy spookies, everyone. This is episode 30. Of our 31 movie marathon collection that we do every year in October. So we, we're there. This is the eve of our of our collection. So we went with a new one. This is Farm Fresh. This bad boy came out October 6th. It came out earlier in August 29th, Fright Fest. But October 6th in the U.S. And it is... Taking the world by storm. So, this is Terrifier 2. So, Splatter, a splatter slasher film, is a subgenre, and it focuses on the graphic portrayals of gore and violence. So, this one, through the use of special effects, shows the vulnerability of the human body <laughs> in all its glory. This is, it, it's rough. This is a wild rough movie so if you've seen the first terrifier and you know for the uninitiated terrifier 2 it continues right after the end of the first movie with art the clown he is resurrected somehow and he goes on another just rampage in a mm-hmm. in a town killing people but with this one we seem to see the beginnings of a foil for him and it's actually pretty cool to see that this character, her name was Sienna. And the director, the writer-director, Damien Leone, has been trying to get her on to the screen for more than a decade. So when he came up with Art the Clown, he was trying to think of the, like, the yin to his yang. Like, I need someone that can fight against him. Because every person that goes up against him, they don't really do that good of a job <laughs> fighting him. And so he's been trying to find a way to get Sienna on screen. And then finally, he's worked out a way. So we actually get somebody that can maybe fight this son of a bitch. So there is a lot more story. We get tons more info on the characters. The biggest gripe with a lot of people from the first one to this one was there was no plot, really. It was just the crazy clown murdering people. The the end, you know. In this one, he's still murdering people. But it seems to be some type of a story is there. And we are following Sienna and her brother as they are trying to traverse the world and fight off Art the Clown. It's pretty dang good. This movie leaves a lot of question marks even at the end of the movie. And there are people that are on the screen. I'm like, why the hell are you here? What? What is your purpose, little person? And they don't really explain it. So maybe we'll find out in the third terrifier movie whenever it comes out so katie what do you think about terrifier 2 this movie was like double thumbs up it was better than the first movie um it picked up exactly where i wanted it to after watching the first film and i loved that this one actually had fucking character development and a legitimate plot like you know we didn't really need it in the introduction to art the clown in the first movie i think the first movie was a perfect introduction to like here's this scary ass clown let's go this movie gave us not only some a little bit of uh information about art the clown but it also gave us um a real protagonist to root for where there wasn't really that in the first film and i really liked that about the second one yeah uh, yeah ditto you you beat me to it this movie gave me what i really wanted sometimes when i'm watching a scary movie i don't need a plot i just want to see things get killed but with this series i just needed to know a little bit more about things and there's still stuff that is a big question mark in this movie yeah so they're leaving it open it's for sure getting a third one spoilers there is going to be a third terrifier it's 
crazy. So I I really like it. It was fun. I had a really good time. So, But like I said, uh, they fixed a lot of the criticism of the first one, the lack of narrative. They fixed that. And there's one thing that was introduced into the movie toward the end that he, that Damien Leone, he was hoping wouldn't be an issue. And we'll see how people feel about it. I think Katie and I, we kind of, eh, it's all right. Something was introduced toward the end of this movie. But just going off of how everything goes, needed to be shown. But we'll get there at some point. So this was another film where he launched an Indiegogo campaign. So that's um, a crowdfunding website. And he asked for, we'll get into it later, but he asked for some money and got a lot more. And he's like, well, damn. So this is one of the films impacted by COVID-19. This was supposed to come out a long time ago. And so they were doing the principal photography mid-2020s. And it due to the lockdowns and everything like that, everything got slowed down. But they finally got the movie out. And honestly, I'm fine with the wait. And in tons of interviews, they seemed happy too. This is a fun-ass movie. Graphic is all outdoors. So like I said, you got to be ready for this because it's Oh, man. It's, it's brutal. It is a lot. But it's super fucking fun. So, just like with any sequel that gets a little bit of traction out there in the world, we get, obviously, we get new people. So, Sienna Sean, she's the main character in this, is Lauren Lavera. So, this is probably one of the biggest things she's done right now, and she's e- easily going to get more work. She's our heroine in this movie. Chris Jericho, he is in this for a little bit of a scene, so hopefully he's in the next one, because technically he has to be, because where they are. (laughs) David Howard Thornton, he's back as Art the Clown, and he's got even more personality. I don't understand how you could give a person more, but boy howdy, he's got it. And then, Samantha Scafidi, so from the first one, Vicky's character, she's back in this movie, so they had her just as showing the events of the first film and stuff like that, which I thought was really cool. They seem to want to have a connection to the to the first movie and stuff like that, which I thought was really cool. And then we have Felissa Rose. And so if you've kept up with us, hey, it's Angela from Sleepaway Camp. And she is, I guess, the principal of the school or a teacher. So I thought it was really cool. They're starting to get people in these movies to just get going. So I, I'm super pumped so the second i saw her face i was like hey hey it's angela <laughs> i was like oh she's gonna get murdered so i i'm excited man it, this it's super fun so it's it's been a while from the first movie to this one and a whole lot of work but i'm i'm super pumped man and it's spoilers been doing pretty good out in the world just like we were saying this is the movie that it's making people throw up and faint and stuff. And Damien Leone said, listen, I would have loved to have a couple of walkouts because that's a badge of honor in horror movies. Someone's like, bah, bah, this is stupid. And leave like, yeah, I got somebody to leave because it's an intense movie. But he's like, I don't want people fainting or getting hurt during the movie. But it's pretty surreal that there have been a couple of instances of people vomiting and fainting during the screenings of this movie. So I'm not shocked. Yeah, there's some scenes where I was like, my stomach was kind of hurting, and we were eating nachos, and I was like, fuck, man, I'm not going to throw up at this goddamn movie. Like I mentioned multiple times in the last episode where we went over Terrifier 1, this is not a movie that you take someone to who does not have any experience with horror films. This is like Nightmare on Elm Street on crack. Like... Whatever you think the ratings would be for A Nightmare on Elm Street or like a Saw movie when they're cutting people in pieces, this is worse. Um, And it's bloodier and it's gorier and it's more ridiculous. This is not for someone who does not watch horror films. And that's why people, that's why I think, at least, why I think people are passing out and throwing up in the movie theaters. Because like, we watched it and I was like, oh, that's, that's pretty rough. But... 
I didn't think anything more than that. Like, it didn't make my stomach hurt. I didn't need to get up and leave. I didn't close my eyes. Um, there was none of that because... As it turns out, I've watched a lot of fucking horror films. But if you don't, or you haven't, or you think this is like a good, oh, it's a scary movie, it'll be great for a date night. Nope. it's You're going to get covered in puke if you bring someone who's not used to seeing this kind of shit. Like, <laughs> <laughs> normal people are not used to seeing other people get ripped in half and, like, their skin peeled off and just weird shit, okay? This is not a... Let's go see it because I've never watched a horror movie in my life type movie. <laughs> Watching the movie and you're like, I threw up and just puke all on you. Yep. <laughs> I threw up, Katie. Yep. <laughs> I barfed. But no, it, it's a fun one. So if you've seen the first one, you're on the right track. There will be scenes where you frown. There was one scene I was like, good God. And it kept going. I thought it was going to be done, but it just kept going. I was like, oh, my God. It was God, the scene man. where we think everybody probably threw up. Where yeah. th- it's probably the throw up scene. I was like, Jesus Christ, man. He's doing so much. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah. It was wild. It's this movie. So we'll get through the story and we'll talk about our favorite character and a lot of least favorite characters, just like in the first movie. So after being resurrected by reasons... <laughs> Art the Clown, he's he's back up. And they call it the Miles County Massacre. So the examiner in the first movie, we see him get choked out, but that's kind of it. And so we're like, okay, he's dead. In this movie, we see what happens to him. And he, Art, mushes this man's face in with a hammer, busts teeth out of his mouth. The CG, not the CG, but the practical effects look even better. I don't know how you make it better looking, but this man's getting his face mushed in and then art hits him a couple more times and he rips out one of his eyeballs and he puts the eye in his eye because in the first movie vicky mushed one of his eyes out so she poked it out with her finger so now art's got a new eye and it's like bugged out he i guess he didn't push it all the way in and he's like oh okay it looks good he pulls out the other guy's eye and he's like nah, i don't need that one and proceeds to just keep fucking him up so He gets himself a new trash bag because the other one is probably in lockup (laughs) and he grabs items around the room. Tons of scalpels, tons more knife stuff. He grabs a jar of acid and he's like, yeah, I'm going to use this real good. And he heads off and it's really cool. We see this alleyway and it's full of smoke and, you know, fog and shit. And he's slowly walking through with a trash bag and then they go back to the scene where he's killing the examiner. Which I thought was really cool, like an intro to a show or something. And Art's back on the road with a crazy look on his face. And the cops are heading toward, I guess, the examiner's office. But he walks the other way. He heads to a laundromat, because what you do when you're full of blood. And he strips down naked and puts his clothes into the washer. And he's reading a newspaper, laughing quietly. And you see that on the newspaper, it's like... Family of four killed in a head-on collision. And he's laughing. He's like, oh, man, those people. That's funny. So while he's waiting on his clothes to get clean, he sees a weird little pale girl with makeup just like him and crazy hair. And he looks at her, and he's confused. He's very confused. You know, He's always the weird thing in the room. And the girl's looking at him, and she waves. And he's like, okay. And then she starts to, I don't know, Black liquid comes from her body onto the ground. I don't know if it's poop or blood, but black liquid shoots out of her body. And Art looks down at that, and he's like, what the hell are you? And she comes over to him, and they start playing patty cake. And she starts messing with his, like, new eye, and he's laughing about it. He's like, yeah. And he's using his hands and his face, and he's like, yeah, my eye came out, and I got a new one. And she's completely understanding him. And they play patty cake. There was a person in the room, I guess the person that owns the laundromat, or he's just asleep, waiting on his clothes to be done. He wakes up, and he sees Art playing patty cake with no one. So this person is invisible to everybody else, so I guess it's a ghost? I don't know. And Art's having a good time with this little girl, and he's like, oh, you can come on with me. And then he takes his clothes out of the laundromat completely white which is absurd because he was covered in blood multiple times in this in the last movie Mm -hmm. and he mops up all the blood with a mop handle that's really short 
Oh, well. And then he walks out of the laundromat. And then the guy that was sitting in there got a mop handle shoved through his face. Long ways, up and down ways. And so he walks off. And so it's a year later. And we see that Sienna, she is putting the finishing touches on her Halloween costume. So she's this warrior princess that her late father was working on this like image and he recently passed away from a brain tumor so she's finishing it up for halloween and her younger brother jonathan he's i don't know he's a weird kid you know he seems pretty cool but he has moments where he's a fucking weird kid and he seems to be really interested in serial killers and he's planning on going as art the clown for halloween and his, his mom and Sienna are like, that's really fucked up, you know? And he's like, what do you mean? What, what's fucked up about that? It's like, he killed people. He killed nine people a year ago. That's really insensitive to the people that died, you know? And he, he doesn't get it because he's a kid. He doesn't understand it. So he's a big old dum-dum. So Sienna talks to the mom and she's saying like, it's kind of weird, but I, I don't think it's going to be a problem. But we need to watch out for him to make sure he's not you know, got dead animals in his room, so, later that night, Sienna has this weird-ass dream that she's in a, I guess, commercial, a cereal commercial, mm-hmm. and it was, uh, what was the name of the cereal? Uh, like, Arts Pops or something like Art that? Art Crunchies? Art Crunchies, yeah. And this really catchy song's playing, and she's dressed up like a little girl, she's got these, like, ponytails that pigtails like, pigtails that don't move so they're like, like pippy long stockings yeah and art pops out and he gives everybody candy or candy apples or you know stuff popcorn this one girl's just like slamming popcorn like it's the best thing in the world it was really weird and he goes up to sienna and he hands her a box she opens it and it's a beating heart and it's like oozing this black liquid and she's touching it trying to get it off of her and then art Goes back into his bag and pulls out a Tommy gun and then proceeds to light everybody up in the room. Sienna gets a bullet in her leg and she's crawling away and it's absurd. And then Art pulls out a flamethrower and he starts lighting everybody up. So they're already gotten shot, but he goes back and makes sure that everybody gets some fire too. And so before he can kill her in the dream, she wakes up and then a fire happened on her dresser. And so the wings that she had, she designed for a costume, they catch on fire. And a sword that her father had is fine. It was completely on fire, but it looks fine. And so the mom, she's yelling and stuff. And I get it. You know, mom's going through a lot of stuff, but she loves yelling. And I was like, ugh, man, it's, it's a lot. And she's upset at Sienna because it's like, you could have burnt the house down. And Sienna's like, no, I put all the candles out. I don't understand how they caught on fire. And so they're yelling at each other the next day, but, you know. Yeah. The next day at school, Jonathan, he sees Art and the little girl playing with a dead possum. <laughs> and they're having some super duper fun with this dead possum. They're reaching inside, giggling, quietly giggling at each other. So he's got himself a good friend. I thought I was like, that's cute. He's got a little friend. And he drops something, and they look at him, and they're instantly pissed off because someone's looking at him. And they throw the dead possum at Jonathan. And so Jonathan runs away, bumps into a teacher, and the teacher finds the dead possum in the guts just out on the school floor and puts two to two together. I'm like, oh, yeah, he was fucking with a possum in school and was, I don't know, doing a prank, I guess? I don't understand what he was going for. It was fucking weird, man. So... Jonathan gets suspended. So at this point, Sienna and her friends, Allie and Brooke, Allie and Brooke, they are trying to, I don't know, keep Sienna calm because she seems to be having a lot of issues and this dream's really freaking with her. And I don't know. It's, she, she's got this like feeling of dread coming over. They go to a costume shop because she needs a replacement pair of wings. And so there... Holy shit, Art just pops up. So around this time, we see Art, well, the girl, the little girl is watching TV, and they see that Art got away, and Art just decides that it's time to come back. 
and he makes some new weapons. He's got a new cat of nine tails. He's got a club with swords and knives and sharp things on the inside. And so he's ready for another fight. So in the costume shop, he is absolutely messing with Sienna. And he's putting like shades on his face. And he's putting shades on his face, making faces and honking shit. You know, just being annoying. But it's scary because it's a fucking person. You know what I mean? So she leaves. And then the, uh, what is it? The guy that works at the costume shop's like, hey, man, I'm about to close. Like, are you going to buy something or what? And Art comes up to the counter. And he goes through his trash bag. And he's putting stuff on the counter. And it's like a hatchet and screws and a knife. And he gets enough change for the item. He's going to get in the, the horn. And so he goes up to the door and locks it. And comes back <laughs> and grabs the guy and proceeds to absolutely rock this guy's shit. Hey, it's a black guy. Diversity. And the black guy gets his face chopped off. Actually, his head chopped off. And he gets a hatchet into his head. And then the head chopped off by the neck. And so it's like, holy shit. And so, you know, the murders start. So Sienna's friend, Allie, is the next one to meet Art. And this is the scene. I think this is the one that got people freaking out and sick. So Art comes to the door and he's asking for candy. He's got his trash bag open. And she's like, if I give you candy, are you going to leave? And he's like, yeah, yeah, I'll leave. And she throws candy at him. She's like, get the fuck out of here. And later that night, Art breaks a window or a door with window stuff on it and just walks in. And so chases Allie upstairs and proceeds to just stab every part of her body. It's legit. He is stabbing everything, rips her face off and does all this cutting and stuff. And he leaves the room. Allie starts crawling toward the phone because she's going to call Sienna. And then Art comes back into the room with bleach and salt. <laughs> oh, man, it's so fucked up. And he's got a big old smile on his face. He's like, ooh, this is going to hurt. And pours bleach all over her body and pours the salt into her open just gashes that he's put onto her. And, oh, man, I feel so bad for this girl. He fucked her up. So the mom comes home and comes upstairs and Art is still chopping on this girl, just cutting stuff. And she's in bed, sitting up. And she looks over at the mom and just, like, mumbles mom. And then the mom gets murdered. So I was like, holy shit, man. It's, woo. Later that night, Art opens the door to the house. And he has the mom's head caved out. And he's got candy in it. And so when the kids come up, they're like, trick or treat. He puts the head toward them. And they're like, and the mom is like, oh, it's not real. And the kids are picking candy out. And one kid's like, my candy's sticky. And she's like, it's just fake blood, baby. It's all right. And Art's like being nice. And then one kid goes in for a second piece of candy, slaps his hand, and shakes his head, and he puts up one. You get one candy. And the kid's like, okay. <laughs> and and they scoot off. And I'm like, Jesus, man. So around this time, Jonathan and Sienna's mom, Barbara, she... You know, finds out that Jonathan's been suspended and stuff. And so he can't leave the house for the evening. And so Sienna goes to a party with Brooke. And Jonathan's yelling at his mom and calls her a bitch. And she slaps the shit out of him. I mean, he's kind of a shitty kid. So Jonathan storms off. He, I guess he's going to do that. I'm running away kind of thing. And Barbara finds out that the family car is just been vandalized by somebody, but it's in the garage, so it's probably Jonathan. There's a smashed pumpkin on the hood, soap, and toilet paper all on the windshield and on the car, and that shit, if you let it sit, it just kind of hardens and stuff. So it, it's going to be a little bit of work. So Barbara, she's cleaning up the car, and then she cleans up the windshield, and then Art pops up inside the car, and he's got a sawn-off shotgun and blows... Barbara's face off. Le legit. Blows her face off. So Jonathan comes home and he finds his mom all types of fucked up sitting at the dinner table. And Art comes in with dinner and stuffs mashed potatoes into her face hole. And he's laughing at himself. He pours some wine and he's like, you want some wine? You want some wine? 
and then rushes Jonathan and pops him with a needle. So Jonathan's been kidnapped. So at this point, Sienna, she's at a party and she's trying to calm down. And her friend Brooke gives her Molly Percocet. Molly Percocet. Mask off, mask off. And she's having a really good time. So she's, you know, the drug's reacting to the alcohol. And she had Xanax earlier to calm herself down. So she's having a great time. But unfortunately, Sienna starts seeing the little girl, the little art girl, dressed as a clown. And she has a super panic attack because she keeps getting closer to her and then grabs her hand. And so she's freaking the fuck out. So Brooke and her boyfriend Jeff, they drive Sienna home because she's fucked up. And they didn't notice she had Xanax in her system. So they're like, you really could have had like a heart attack or a seizure doing all these drugs at once. You got to tell me this shit. So she gets a call from Jonathan, her little brother, saying that he's at an abandoned carnival and he needs help. It's actually the little girl doing the voice. And Art's driving this van. They got a van somehow. And he's quietly laughing, and the little girl's smiling, like, oh, man, we're going to get them so good. I don't know why they picked these kids, but it's just, they're the ones they have to die. And they head toward the carnival. So Sienna, she hops out, and she's investigating the place, looking for her brother. And she finds a haunted house called The Terrifier. And Brooke and Jeff, they're trying to get busy in the car, and they snort some coke. And then Jeff goes to pee. And then I don't know how he got snuck up on, but a knife goes straight into his dick. And then he gets stabbed in the dick like 20 times. And his dick is ripped off. <laughs> and then Art like, like wipes it on the window and he's like looking at, at Brooke and he's like, oh, you know. And Brooke, the window gets punched out and Brooke gets pulled out of the car door window and her leg gets sliced up real good. I was wondering if they were going to do that because... No glass gets punched out perfectly. There have to be something sharp around. So she runs into the carnival, and she's trying to get away from Art, and she gets extra fucked up. I can't remember how she got hit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then he catches up with her in, like, the bathroom. The bathroom, yes. Okay, now I remember. And he pulls out the club with all the sharp stuff on it and mushes her head in with the club. So at this point... Sienna, she finds Brooke's dead body in a very shitty looking bathroom and she finds Art and Jonathan in there. And so she fights off Art a lot. And it's just like in the other movie with Vicky. She's doing her best, but Art keeps getting up. And this one, he seems to get up really fast because he ain't normal anymore. And Sienna gets hit with that cat of nine tails a fucking lot in this movie and actually Jonathan gets hit with it too a lot and I was like god damn they're going through some shit in this movie so Sienna gets stabbed in the stomach with her father's sword so when Jonathan got kidnapped Art saw the sword on the counter and he's like damn this is kind of nice okay I'm gonna take it with me mm-hmm. so <laughs> he stabs Sienna right into the stomach with it and she drops into this I don't know a hole <laughs> I don't know where it went. And so she has a dream that she's trapped in a water torture cell. I think that's what she was actually in. I don't think it was a dream. I think that's what she falls into. But no, but it was open at the top. She climbs back out. She gets out above somehow. Yeah, I think that's what it is. It's like she's tied to the bottom of it. That's why she is struggling to get out. What was she tied on? It was like there was like an octopus or something holding her leg. You didn't see that shit? Yeah, yeah. That don't make <laughs> sense in the sense of this movie. I think it was in her head. Okay, sure. <laughs> I don't know. She, yeah, that's fair. Okay, she was having a nightmare about what was, but she was actually in like a giant thing of water. Yeah, she's somewhere. Oh, because I think that lady was still on fire next to the cell thing. Yeah. Yeah, so it was, she was in her head, I guess. And she's in his torture cell, trapped by an octopus tentacle, like Katie said. And she dies she she goes down <laughs> and so at this point jonathan's still running away from art and he gets knocked out and he's for real knocked out and art tries to wake him up he's like wake up it's better when you're dead or, or awake for the killing but just like in the other movie when the person's super knocked out art decides i'm gonna eat you and so jonathan wakes up and art is eating his fingers just chomping on him, and Jonathan fights him off, and he's crawling away, 
Then Art starts eating one of his legs, and he's for real taking good bites out of it. And Jonathan's trying his best to fight him off. Sienna is resurrected by the sword. And so we learn earlier in the movie that Sienna and Jonathan, their dad, he had brain tumors, and that's how he died. But apparently he was getting really weird visions. And so we learn that he prepared all of this because he knew that they were going to fight art at some point and so he just wanted them to be ready and actually one of his drawing books he had pictures of art in there and all the dead people and so i guess he was getting visions but they don't really go deep into why he was getting the visions and we see that the ghost little girl that's been with art the whole time there was a little strip about her dying at i guess the carnival she died she died at the carnival uh a couple of years ago yeah so like i said we don't get more on that it's just she died 10 year old girl found mutilated at carnival so it was art at some point probably but why would she be happy about him i don't know that's what i'm saying it just we don't know enough we're waiting for a number three yeah there's a lot of questions so sienna she wakes back up the sword resurrects her and it starts glowing and her wound goes away, and she comes out, and she fights Art, and she's stabbing him, and Art's like, oh, goddamn, that really hurt. And she cuts his head off. So she chops into the side of his neck, and he's like, ow. Chops into the other side, he's like, damn, that hurts. And holds his head up, and he looks at her in pain, and then he smiles, and she slices his head off. Hooray! And he's, 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 he ain't getting back up. And then the ghost little girl comes up, grabs his head, and leaves. <laughs> and she just walks off. And Sienna and Jonathan, they hug each other. And they're like, oh, God, we made it. We did it. So the credits hit. And then mid credit scene comes out of nowhere. We see that Victoria, so the lady from the first movie that mutilated that news lady. Yeah. And we get a little more info on her. So she survived the attack, the news lady, and she's real fucked up. So... We see that she is in a crazy house, and she's writing swear words on the wall with blood coming from her body. She's going into labor, y'all. And she gives birth to Art's head. And <laughs> the nurse enters the room and sees Art's head, and it's moving. It's smiling, looking at her, and she starts screaming. And that's where the movie ends. So Art has been reborn, but just his head? I don't know. And that is Terrifier 2. I Kill-wise, I'm not giving this movie the justice it deserves. These kills are absurd. I didn't even put in the part. So he got a jar of acid at some point. And the girl in the bedroom that he super duper fucks up, he throws acid in her face. And so she's her face is getting melted. And then he rips her skin off her face. And he scalps her also. So like I said, these kills are absolutely absurd. So Katie, who was your favorite character in Terrifier 2? Sienna. Um, I loved... Art was great, of course. I liked him a lot too. But I loved the idea that there was now someone who could actually go toe-to-toe with Art. Um, and the way that this movie was kind of left open-ended with, you know, question mark, how the fuck did his head get there? <laughs> I like that it's open-ended enough. Like, they both lived, so there is definitely a possibility for Sienna to come back and fight him again. Um, And I really liked her, the character that her father created for her um, and her fucking cosplay skills. Like, good for you, girl. Building that whole costume by yourself. Well, quote-unquote by yourself. Yeah. (laughs) Good for you, girl. Um, Yeah, I liked her character a lot, and... It sucks that no one around her really believed her when things were happening, but, like, isn't that just the case in all horror films? Like, nobody believes the protagonist when they're like, no, this creepy dude is fucking stalking me. Like, oh, you're silly. You're just off your Xanax. Like, bitch, (laughs) go fuck yourself. (laughs) Yeah, that's, that's how it works, unfortunately. Yeah. So, I went with Art slash Sienna. And just about the same reason that Katie picked Sienna. We got someone that can fight. She's the Mary Beth of this series. She's the Lori of this series. And I, I'm happy that they got somebody that can do it. Uh, the director, Damien Leone, he said that he is so happy that 
that the actress Lauren Levera did so she did amazing in this movie. And he's like, the idea in my head is real. And he's like, I'm so goddamn yeah, proud. It came to life. Yeah. So, who was your least favorite character, Katie? That would be Sienna's mom. Uh, fuck Barbara. <laughs> she was trash. Uh, like awards for worst mom. Like, they're abounding. And she's nowhere near as bad of a mom as the mom was from, like, Sleepaway Camp. Because fuck that woman. Yeah. But Barbara is, she's a single mom. She's dealing with the grief of losing her husband. But she treats her kids like shit. Especially her son, Jonathan. Like, this kid is fucking 12. And he just lost his dad. And you don't believe a single fucking word that came out of his mouth. Like, Let's just ignore the fact that your 12-year-old is freaked the fuck out because he saw a murder clown. Like, whether or not he's telling the truth, you should believe him and at least seek out some psychiatric help for him. Like, viewing a murder clown in your dreams and having all these ideas and thoughts about it is concerning. Like, how dare you? You're a bad mom. Go fuck yourself. I picked the mom. Yeah. She was absolutely horrible. And it was weird. I thought she was going to hit some type of little face turn. But at the end, Sienna's calling on her phone and they say, like, you know, I love you. You know, be safe. And that was it. And then she gets her face peeled off. And I was like, man. She sure did. What a shitty character. She was poop. You know, I couldn't feel bad for her. She was just poop. Yeah. So let's do seven word synopsis. I got two of them. My first one is murder scenes somehow got even more worse. The scene in the bedroom, legit. He, Art was like, man, what can I do to fuck her up? Ooh, I got acid. Ooh, I got bleach. He comes into the room with the bleach and the salt, and he is so proud of himself for thinking this up. And he's like, yeah. oh my God, this is going to hurt so much. <laughs> this was genuinely gore for gore's sake. Like, I know a lot of people don't like horror films because of this. Uh, this is not your horror film, okay? <laughs> this is not the one for you. Uh, like Otis always says, there is a horror film out there for everyone, and I now fully agree with that. There is a horror film out there for everyone. This ain't it, though. This ain't the one. This yeah. is for a special breed of people who can stomach a lot of wild-ass shit. Yeah. No, this is a wild one. <laughs> so just be careful. Yeah. My next one is Cat of Nine Tails is fucking cool. He brings it out again. He swings He swings on so many people with it. And it's like, oh, my God, he's cutting them up so bad. <laughs> and my last one is Stephen King really like this fucking movie. So if 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 Stephen King likes it, you're probably going to have a good time. It's funny. He tweeted. He's like, hey, do y'all know anything about this Terrifier movie? And everybody's like, oh, Mr. King, you got to watch it. And then later he was like. Terrifier 2 is fucking great. And I was like, oh my god, Stephen King sat down and watched it. So, uh, yeah, everybody was pumped when he said he liked it. Katie. Okay, like I've said many times already on this podcast, not suitable for the casual horror fan. Yeah. Um, Yeah, if you're just like every Halloween you decide, okay, yeah, I'm going to watch a... I'm going to watch Hocus Pocus and I'm going to watch, you know, the old Night of the Living Dead movie or whatever, like... This is not your, this is not for you. You got to work yourself up to this. Yeah. <laughs> this. This is for people who enjoy, this is for sick motherfuckers like us, okay? Yeah. <laughs> Just save yourself. Don't watch this film because it's brutal. Um, my next one, art is back more brutal than ever. That's just facts. Yeah. Facts on facts. Absolutely. And then my last one, and I said this to Otis, at the, as soon as this movie ended, could have done without the magic healing sword. Yeah. There was a moment there, like, it was really, really good. And you're questioning the whole time, like, okay, what's going to happen? How are they going to end this? How is it going to, like, oh, no, she's dead in a thing of water. Like, how is she going to fix this? And I don't know. The suspension of belief, of belief is always there for the antagonist. Like, you always believe, okay, well... Yeah, sure, they killed Mike Myers, but, like, he's gonna come back, right? Yeah. It's Mike Myers. Like, he's some magic evil demon thing. Of course he's gonna come back. Same with Freddy and Jason and Chucky and all these different characters. Like, you know that the bad guy is gonna come back. So no matter what happens to Art, we know some weird fucking voodoo evil magic shit is gonna bring him back. But with the protagonist, you're never really sure how they're gonna work it out. And 
most of the time they don't in the horror franchises or they'll live to the second movie and then they'll die five minutes in because they live too long anyways. Um, but Sienna in this movie, she dies and then is brought back to life when her fucking like magic sword that her dad gave her starts to glow and her fucking gut wound from the sword like magically heals itself. And it just is like, where the fuck? Why? Why does she have magic? Why is this sword magic? It was a weird, like, let's throw some fantasy into this movie that yeah. just wasn't there before. Um, you know, aside from the killer clown coming back from whatever the fuck all the time. And it's just, it was unexpected. And it was so unexpected that I would have liked it better without it. Like, I would have liked, I don't know, the kid to wake up and save her or for her to like get a second breath of wind or second yeah second breath of wind and just like fix it fix the situation she was in rather than have her magic stomach wound heal uh, <laughs> i don't know that was we- it was really weird <laughs> yeah it, it was it was a weird addition but hopefully they explain it and in an interview oh yeah someone asked they're like hey in terrified 2 are, are they gonna explain why art popped up and all that stuff and he's like there's something that's coming, and we'll see what people think. But I think it's the right route to go, but we'll see what everyone else thinks. And it's, it's the magic, you know? Yeah. He's adding magic to it. So I'm fine with it because, yeah, she went through a lot. Yeah. And she, she something sure had to reheal she her. She sure did. Yeah. So. She got her head knocked in in the bathroom, like, several times. She got whipped with that cat of nine tails a bunch of times. Yeah. She was fucked up, so they needed something to bring her back with a second one. So I get it. It's just, it was kind of weird. <laughs> yeah. So the movie came out October 6, 2022. Brand new. So what do you think the budget was for this movie, Katie? Damn it, it closed. Sorry, my thing closed. Um, I said $15 dues. That is a lot. I know the first movie was only made on a budget of $100,000. And I'm sure this movie was set up the same way, at least in terms of getting money. But I feel like that first one did well enough. And people are talking so much about this movie that it had to have had a much bigger budget than the first one. So you said $15 reduce? $15 reduce. So the original goal on Indiegogo was $50 redinks. Okay. And he got $250 redinks. And so this movie was made for $250 dinks. That is fucking incredible. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. This movie Jesus. he he did so much work with not a lot of money. That is insane. Like, oh my god, it's such a good Yeah. Okay. If you can if you can stomach it. If you if you think you can stomach the grotesque just horrible body horror that is in this film. Like Please give us a shout out about what you thought about the prosthetics, the makeup, the practical effects in this film, because shit is incredible. Like, <laughs> my mind is blown right now that they only spent $250,000. Yeah, it, they put so much Crazy. work into this. But Damien Leone, he did a lot of stuff. He was well, the director, writer, and producer yeah, of this film. Well, and so. there's so many different sets because yeah. they go through the like the cereal commercial and then there's uh Sierra's ha- Sienna's house and her friend's house there's the party like mm-hmm. rave party that they go to and then there's the carnival yeah. that they had to like rent out an empty ass carnival and sh- or whatever like make up a whole carnival situation god damn yeah that's crazy he must know a lot of fucking people like he probably just showed a whole bunch of people terrifier one was like hey can i borrow your property for like this many hours and, to do this and I, like we we say with a lot of these smaller films that people ask like hey you saw what i did with the first one and people are talking about it i need some help with this one they're like yeah chris, absolutely chris jericho's help. in this bitch you know he probably chris did this. jericho alone i would have thought would have gar- garnered more than two hundred fifty thousand dollars. yeah and so like these famous people uh felissa rose fucking she loves being in horror movies so she probably didn't all these people probably didn't ask for a lot. They're like, I just want to be in this movie because it looks like it's the cool new thing. And th- they didn't die, so they're going to be in the next one. And then he's going to have more famous people in it. I'd love to see Tony Todd in this bad boy somehow. Oh, my god! Getting murdered up. 
So oh my it's just more and more. And that's what happens with these films. They get bigger and bigger. And it's like, I want to be in that. That movie's doing good. Yeah, let me be in it. I'll, I'll help you. You need the so, girl from the Hatchet movies. That's what I'm saying, man. She needs to be in it. I, it, She's, uh, what's her name? Sienna's college roommate. Or Sienna's like aunt. Because she's a little bit older. She doesn't look older, but she, she is. Older. She is. <laughs> she is older. Older. But she look so. older. Yeah. So, what do you think the box office was as of I don't know twenty four <laughs> days? <laughs> I honestly didn't write one because I didn't know if there would be box office information because I know it's still in the theaters. Uh, but I'll just go with what I thought the budget was: fifteen dollar dues because. Everyone is talking about it. It's probably made more than that. Yeah. But everyone in the world is fucking talking about this movie right now because of everyone, like, throwing up and fainting and shit in the theaters, so. Okay. So, it's funny. For it being such a graphic film, you gotta remember that some people don't want to see that kind of crazy shit. And honestly, good for you. Yeah. But still, this movie has made, as of 24 days, 6.3 dollar dues. Okay. So, it has made nasty money, and it hasn't even been a full month. Yeah, so six point three dollar dues on a budget of two hundred fifty thousand dollars is fucking outrageous. Yeah. And so, like twenty four times as budget. Yeah. So all the people involved, the financial people, well, no, none. It was just Indiegogo. They're looking at them, and I wouldn't be surprised if some companies like, do you want a big bag of money to make the next one? I, I would gladly would be, help you. I would be shocked if the neck if Terrifier three is not co produced by Blumhouse. Yeah, some company is going to sit and or talk to him. Or yeah. or both. Somebody's going to talk to him for the next one. They're like, that's a hot commodity. You made stupid money with nothing. Here's here's two dollar dues. Way more than you get. Go crazy. Well, and I feel like after this second one, I feel like his if he, in, he runs an Indiegogo campaign, he could make fucking two dollar dues. Yeah. No, like, if he made the, the gold $2 dues, he could reach $2 dues in a second. I think he should aim for 500000 and then he'll get more than that. Oh, yeah. I assume he'd go 500000 anyways, just yeah. because his first goal was, like, like 100000 or he 50, made 100, for fifty. It was 50000 he made 100000 you know, whatever. Yeah, He's making cr- a, for, just insane amounts. That's for 50000 They're like, yeah, here's... 250000 Yeah, have fun. So I'm hoping that he gets the money he deserves, Damien Leone, and goes crazy. I don't want him to go too crazy because we see with some films, they get too much money and then they're like, oh, we'll just CG that. We'll just CG this. Yeah. And no they don't CG try as hard. keep the practical effects so forever because this is fantastic. Maybe don't give him too much money. What I do hope comes out of like more money uh, is, because we did watch a lot of behind the scenes uh, like features on this film um, on YouTube and... I would like them to be able to make like a whole grip of prosthetics of Art's face. Oh, yeah. So that they so don't have to keep doing like seven hours of makeup for every day of filming. Because that's what you do. That's the bonus of getting on a big budget film is like they can actually like figure out quicker ways for you to put on these horrible masks and stuff. Um and it would just be nice for David Leone not to have to do that every time or for the next however many films they decide to make. Yeah. I'm I'm hoping with a little bit more money. I just want to take a, a little, little bit off of his off of his plate. Yeah. Just to help him out. I don't wanna Yeah. He's yeah. doing everything. So yeah. and hopefully you get Tom Savini, Sex Machine, to pop up in the next movie. Not to die, but just help. I mean he'll die. He, but, it seems like he's that's like one of his like idols, so But to do prosthetics be, and things. Yeah, it would be, be great cool. if Tom Savini's like can I help you? And he's like, he probably cries a little bit. He's like, yes, you can, sir. Absolutely. <laughs> I sure as fuck would. I'm like, yes, sir, you can be in my movie. So, minority kill count. So, we have the examiner at the beginning. Mm-hmm. He gets his face mushed in. There were at least two kids that I think I remember. There was one black kid at the, the Dream, the commercial. And then, I believe, the one popcorn girl, I think she was Latina. Mm-hmm. And then there's the guy at the Halloween store. Yes. So, I got four. Yeah. Four. So the new number is 268. And a Tito Turtle in a house full of vampires. So, Katie, do you have anything else to say about Terrifier 2? This movie is really good. And if you are a big fan of horror films, you will definitely enjoy it. Especially if you enjoy body horror. Things like, you know, Class of Newcomb High or... 
just wild shit happening to people, uh, grotesque kills, uh, or absurd kills. That's like, that's the bread and butter of this film series. So yeah, you'll like it. Uh, and you probably won't, you know, throw up or pass out because that's for people who are not used to this. Yeah. It's, it's fun. I had a great time with this movie. Uh, be it still had a great time with the magic at the end, but yeah, that's yeah. fine. That's fine with me. Yeah, I can't wait for them to answer some more questions about the third one. And yep. I need more about the pale girl. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Her I, concept was so cool and I want to be her for Halloween next year. Yeah. Art was so, he instantly just accepted this creepy little girl. He's like, give him a friend now. <laughs> yeah. And they're driving around doing bad stuff together. It was so cute. So I have so many questions and he set it up the right way. He didn't give you everything. He's like, here's like two or three things I'm just going to bring up and then I'll see you next year. So he, like I said, he said he has ammo for three and maybe four. So we'll see where it goes. So he, they're still riding the the tour train right now, doing interviews and stuff for the movie. So we'll see where they go in a couple of months. We'll see January where the next stop in the Terrifier train goes. So, with that, that is the end of this episode. So, if you have any cool fun facts about Art the Clown or Cat of Nine Tales or anything like that, you can tweet us at We have an email that is gmail.com. We have a Facebook app. So, that is episode 30 in the books, in the pocket, out of sight. So, we got one more episode. We're doing Halloween ends, y'all. We get to see Halloween ends tomorrow. Yeah. And we get to see Lori swing on old Mike. And so I'm I'm excited to see the movie. Senior citizen battle. Yeah. Fight. <laughs> and they're fighting at a Lubies. So <laughs> we get to see them swing in the parking lot of a Lubies and hopefully them with walkers. Yeah. Hopefully they're tennis balls at each other. Yeah, hopefully Lori wins or dies with them. I'm fine with that too. But I'm so pumped. This set list last, like I said before. This set list is the best set list ever. Um, next year, I'm curious what I'm going to have to pick, but in the year, they'll make two or three more great horror films. And there's some... Uh, if it's like this year, they'll make eight or nine great yeah. horror films. We watch so many brand new and films. And we didn't even get to the Winnie the Pooh one, so whenever that comes out, that's next year's. Yeah, we missed... We have probably done Winnie the Pooh yet, because that doesn't come out. There was another one that hasn't come out yet either. Yeah. What was it? There's a Grinch one coming out. Oh, the Grinch one, yeah. So there. That's coming. We're gonna do that. Yeah. There's tons of scary movies that are on the books. Oh, Survivor's Choice. That hasn't. Yes. So there's tons of things that will come out and we will review. So I'm pumped. This Halloween Scream Time was really, really fun. So the music you listen to right now that is flipping the combined effort, flipping the CE anywhere you can find them. The studio feats us. Thank you so much for the artwork. So with that, we'll see you tomorrow on Halloween for Halloween Ends. Okay, bye guys. Bye. Now that's spooky. One more time. <laughs>